0: And hello and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with my co-host Nathan Jones. And we're so excited about today's program. We wanna invite you to open your Bibles and follow with us as we're going to be talking about a very important subject matter dealing with the last of the last days and the perilous times in which we're living in. So make sure those of you that are following us live on social media that you share this program with your friends and family, But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if you will open us up with a word of prayer.
1: Lord Jesus, we certainly do live in perilous times, and without you, there would be no hope. We thank you, Lord, for your word, which sheds light onto the situation so we may know what to expect and, Lord, how to live in these difficult days. We thank you so much for your love and guidance in your precious name. Amen.
0: Amen. Again, you're tuned into the Truth we Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Big Batista Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about the last of the last days. So before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host of the program, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Oh,
1: brother. Always good to be on with you guys. And uh, I'm glad people are tuned in. Uh, as you've seen, the world's getting crazy out there. And so uh, <laughs> uh, what does the Bible say about that? It's a very important topic.
0: Well, and Nathan, and I think uh, our topic for today is going to be one that is very, very relevant because, man, there is just, you just, every time you turn on the news, I mean, every week there are so many events unfolding. And I know people must be asking the question, how much longer is this going to last? And well, you and I know that the Bible speaks a lot to the events that are going on. Uh, In our time. Uh, But Nathan, before we jump in, for those that are maybe new to the program and I'm not familiar with what we do and how to get a hold of our resources, can you share
1: a little bit about that? Absolutely. Uh, Both Vic and I are evangelists with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. Uh, Folks can check us out on our website, christinprophecy.org. It's named after our television program, which, uh, believe it or not, is now in its 19th season. And can be watched of course on, on our online networks but over the major television networks as well. So check us out. Christinprophecy.org.
0: Oh praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Yeah, Nathan, a lot of wonderful, exciting things. Nathan, I was looking at the statistics from the past conference just like a week and a half ago.
1: And it's amazing
0: how many people are taking advantage of the resource.
1: Yeah, well annual uh, our annual conference here at Layman Lion Ministries, and we of course couldn't do it last year due to COVID. So this year we We're blessed to have about 800 or so people attend in person and thousands online. Folks want to check out our annual conference. It's called The Power of Prophecy. Uh, They can find it on our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel. And we're going to keep that up there so uh, you can participate in that conference even though it's two weeks later. Hey, and, and that's the beauty about technology, right, Nathan? I mean, listen, we be, my
0: wife and I, uh, she's been excited about wanting to watch the Olympics. And, and she's she, we really love gymnastics because we used to do gymnastics uh, back in the days. So uh, she goes, honey, I really want to watch the Olympics. Do you think we can catch it? I said, sure, honey. So I went through all this running around to get the Olympics, to pay for the subscription. And, of course, you and I know, Nathan, that is in Tokyo, so the time is totally different. So the pro, the the gymnastics that we wanted to watch was like at two o'clock in the morning. So, oh, oh,
1: that must be hard on uh, those gymnasts who are in different time periods. Maybe that's why Simone had a mental problem or something and couldn't compete. Uh, that was really disappointing. But yeah, twenty twenty Olympics in twenty twenty one.
0: Right, so that's why we do love technology, we do love certain aspects of certain things because even though we missed the live, we were able to catch the, re- the 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 repetition because they were able to upload it and then people can watch it later. So even like our conference, hey, a week or two late, no problem, it's the context that matters.
1: And I really think that's become a standard way of living, don't you? I mean, anything that you do, most people now stream it. And so it's funny, it used to be considered, well, do you live stream? And people ask, it's like, well, of course. I mean, that's just how things are nowadays. matter of fact, uh, in October 16th and 17th of this year, we'll be hosting our Great Reset Conference. We've partnered uh, our ministry with Billy Crone's ministry, Get a Life, and uh, we'll be holding that at his church in Las Vegas, Nevada. And so if folks want to go and attend the Great Reset Conference, uh, we're going to deal with the topic, the Great Reset, which is on everybody's minds and tongues right now across the world. Uh, Then tune into that again live. uh, And also, we're going to stream it, of course, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, Nathan. And let me tell you, I just want to share with anyone that's tuned in right now live via social media. I see a number of you take advantage of these resources. And if you cannot go there live, uh, check it out. Uh, Use the technology that's available to you so that you can continue to grow uh, in your knowledge of Bible prophecy. So, thank you, Nathan, for sharing that very exciting.
1: Yeah, well, I hope everybody can uh, sign up. If you do want to go in person to Vegas and attend this conference, seating is filling up very fast. So go to our website, ChristinProphecy.org, go under events and you'll find it there.
0: Mm, awesome. Thank you much, Nathan. And, yeah, we're we're really, really uh, looking forward to what God is going to continue to do this year. Nathan, it's just amazing. In the time of this recording, it's almost July. July is almost over. I know, brother.
1: August of 2021 is coming. It seems like the years go by quicker and quicker, don't they?
0: Absolutely. And that's why you and I, we believe in redeeming the time, because as we're going to talk about uh, these last days, the days are evil. So, Nathan, why don't we jump into our study? I know we have a lot to cover. And of course, we're going to take our time uh, just allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us through this. But we're going to be uh, in 2 Timothy, uh, chapter, uh, three and you and I have been making our way to second Timothy pulling out these amazing, uh, prophetic events as. Paul is encouraging young Timothy. Paul is at really the last of his days, if you will, the last of the last of his days, as he's going to be uh, soon being in heaven, as his life is going to be taken, martyr for the gospel. Uh, But yet he is encouraging young Timothy along the way, and he begins to share with him certain things that he can expect during this time, during their time, but also past that time. Would you be able to read for us, Nathan, there, 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 4, just in case someone doesn't have a Bible?
1: Sure. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And to finish the sentence, verse 5, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away.
0: Wow, Nathan, I mean, of course, you and I have read these passages over in the past, but these are powerful passages that really pertain, I will say, to our time. I mean, just the opening, Paul is saying to Timothy, in in the last days, uh, here's what's going to happen. And now the Bible has quite a bit to say about the last days as well as perilous times. And it's, that's actually reference for us uh, in the book
1: of Acts and other parts of the Bible. Right, Nathan? Absolutely. You know, it's mankind being inhuman to man, you know, man versus man. I, I think of the uh, Micah, the minor prophet, who told at the time period that men were hunting their brothers with nets. And their government was chopping people up and putting them in the stew. Of course, that's an allegory. But uh, what they're saying is is that they're very evil times. So there have always been evil times in American and and world history. I'm watching on Netflix right now. It's um, the Samurai series. Have you ever seen it? It's about samurais in the 1500s. Okay, Um, yes. Oh, my word. The brutal, I mean, power-hungry warlords, daimyos, attacking and the brutal tens of thousands of people dead. So, you know, that's just the human condition, but with Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 that in the last days, it would return to the days of Noah and the days of Lot. So it wasn't just that different areas were evil, like we live in today, but eventually the whole world would fall into that kind of evil, like Paul is explaining to Timothy here. So yeah, we've had evil times, certainly we're living in evil times now, but when times get is so bad that it's like the days of Noah and Lot, that we know we're definitely in the last days of the last days.
0: Yeah, Nathan, and that's exactly uh, uh, what what we want individuals to recognize, that this also has a great significance to to our time. Of of course, in the book of Acts, we know uh, the beginning of the church and that there we see the mention of the last days. Nathan, can you take us into Acts chapter 2, verse 17, and then we'll jump to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2?
1: Yeah, Acts 2.17, now this is interesting because uh, this is the flip side of the coin, where evil increases, there's also the Lord's uh, actions through good increase, and we read in verse 17, It shall come to pass in the last days, again, the end of the time period before the rapture, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams.
0: And Nathan, and, and we see, of course, that there's a progression, there's a beginning, but we see that this period, this time period covers a multitude of, of, of time periods. But yet, when it, when we talk about the last of the last days, it's because we see so much of this now has passed and is now really in our time. And, and, and not only that, but I just want individuals to know that, yes, the Bible does talk about the last days, but we need to also focus in on what really is relevant to us today, because now we're living in this time period.
1: Right, right. And you got to look at the context of acts two. This is Pentecost. The Holy Spirit had come on to the apostles and they were preaching and, and speaking in tongues and uh, people were getting saved left and right. They were speaking in you know, viable languages of the time period. And uh, the apostle Peter it is is explaining that this is a fulfillment of the prophecy that in the last days uh, what they're seeing was what was happening now. That doesn't mean that that dreams and tongues and, and visions and all that were going to be throughout the church age, but that they would have what's called the early reigns and the latter reigns. The early reigns, of course, around Pentecost, but then the latter reigns, again, at the end of the church age, and that's as we get close to the tribulation. I do really believe that the fulfillment of Acts 2 is meant for the tribulation time period. That's seven years where God will judge the earth for its sins. The church would have been raptured ahead of time up to heaven, So what we're talking about is is during the tribulation, those people left behind who get saved, they're the ones that are going to experience all these miraculous occurrences again.
0: Mm, i love that thank you nathan for that wonderful clarification again for those of you that are joining us we know that all the joining us via social media again you're tuning to the truth will set you free bible prophecy edition big Batista, nathan jones as we're talking about the last of the last days in reference there to a uh, second timothy chapter three uh, nathan also the uh hebrews chapter uh, one verse two as well as james five three Also speak to us uh, regarding this. Can you share with us, Nathan, uh, Hebrews 1 and 2? And uh, you told me not to ask you, right? You told me to just uh, just tell you to go to the passages.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good thing I can look things up quickly because, man, we've got a lot of (laughs) verses here. All right. Hebrews uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 2 goes, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, and through him also he has made the worlds.
0: Mm. And Nathan, you know what I love? That is that also as we talk about the last days, we need to recognize God is still involved. The Holy Spirit is still in control. He's guiding us. He's leading us. And, and that's what we're noticing in Scripture.
1: Absolutely. So, again, it might seem like the world is getting more and more evil, and it certainly is. It doesn't mean that God's stepping back. He is fully engaged. The church is growing around the world. It might be apathetic in the West, but certainly in Africa and Asia, it's growing under intense persecution. And uh, where the, God's will was revealed in the Old Testament through the prophets and the New Testament's revealed through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit through the apostles. So uh, we're we're living in that age. Uh, you know, I, I like to hear when people say, uh, oh, I wish I lived in Bible times. Well, We're living in Bible times. The church age is still going. You can read about the church age in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. Well, what happens after that? 4 and 5, John's brought up to heaven. He sees the church age end in the beginning of Jesus preparing to release the tribulation upon the world. So I believe that if you want to find where we are in human history, we're in the church of Laodicea, uh, Revelation chapter 3. That's where we are on the prophetic timeline right now. We're in the last of the last days of the church age and getting ready for Jesus to call us home. And then God's wrath to be poured out on the earth during the tribulation. Mm,
0: excellent point. Thank you, Nathan. And, and Nathan, one of the things, too, that I recognize is it, what, what, what this. when you look at the times in which we're living in, it's just really an age of uh, technological advancement. We just had. Uh, two individuals reach outer space. It's like this rocket race right now. And <laughs> and just the riches and the wealth that that are being amassed. And, and somehow, I when I read James chapter 5, verse 3, if you can read that for us, it really also reminds me uh, in terms of how our times really are so much different than any other time.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, James 5, 3 goes, your gold and silver are corroded and they're Corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Well, Vic, what do you think that verse means?
0: Well, Nathan, I was just focusing in terms of the uh, heaping up in the treasures in the last days and talks about how things, it, its they're, they're corroded. In other words, they really don't have much value. The reality is that as we look to the last days and the times that you are living in, the things that really has value is that relationship with the Lord, not our silver, not our gold, not our accomplishments, because at the end of the day, like someone said, you've never seen uh, uh, the saying, when someone dies, it's not a, a, a hurts behind you, you know, with all your treasures.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we're seeing just our, especially with the large inflation that's going on right now, that our gold and silver, in other words, our money, is being greatly devalued. So if you put your hope in in your money and in your possessions, well, they're devaluing right before your eyes. And we know biblically from Revelation chapter thirteen that the world will experience a, or excuse me, chapter. Um, uh, we're talking about the uh, third, right? Uh, the third uh, seal judgment. Thank you. had <laughs> a little there that the world will face an economic collapse that's coming up. And so right. uh, definitely all that, if you put your trust in possessions, it's going away very soon. So what are our treasures in heaven? Those are our acts of service in the name of Jesus Christ, which will be rewarded eternally in heaven. That's our true treasure. Yeah, and no, and you're right,
0: Nathan. We were referencing the Revelation 17 and 18, which talks about the collapse is coming like in an, in an hour. So, uh, again... For those of you that are tuned in, you know, as we talk about the last of the last days, these things are prophetic. There's so much going on. As a matter of fact, Nathan, I like 2 Peter 3.3 3, because that's another one that gives us a good indication. Actually, verses 1 through 3, if you can take us there, just in case someone tuned in and doesn't have a Bible. So as we speak about the last of the last days, the Bible gives us indications how things will be.
1: Absolutely. Wow. Okay. You get me moving around my Bible a lot. This is good. Get Second um, yeah. Peter 3, 3, 1 says, Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation for this they willingly forget that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of water and in the water by which the world that then existed perished. blah 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 so what it's saying is in the last days the last of the last days humanity will do two things one they will deny the creation and two they will deny the flood well what is the predominant view today it's evolution and so the Bible here is, prom- is prophesying that in the last days that people won't want to follow God. So they'll create they want to follow their own lusts, And that, so therefore, they create this fallacy to explain away God, this false teaching. And that's evolution. Mm. And Nathan, and that's why, you know,
0: as we look at the, you know, there's no other time period that you can really relate to what's going on now. You mentioned the days of Noah. You mentioned the, the, the Bible, uh what it had to say regarding how things will be. And, and today, one of the greatest celebrations that we have, uh, in a sense, as we wave our fists as God, is this pride, the the, the gay pride month, and, and all these things. And the Bible talks about the, these times. And people, if they're not paying attention to the times in which we're living in, then they're truly blinded, you know?
1: Well, Romans 1 spells it out is that. You really know you're in the last days when every kind of evil is called good, and that if you don't, you don't just, not supposed to support it, you're supposed to proclaim it, and if you're not proclaiming it, you'll be persecuted. Brother, we live in Romans 1 right now. We are living in a time period where evil is called good, and good is called evil, and it's not just good enough to be a bystander to the evil. The evil demands that you promote it. And brother, if anything, this has been the worst June 2021 for the gay movement that I have ever seen. It's it was everywhere on cereal boxes and Blue's Clues shows. Every it was constantly in your face. It's still in the stores. You know, if you don't jump on board and support it, then you're a hater and uh, you're not. You're 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 just a bad person. So every, we live in a society that has switched flipped what's right and wrong. And brother, that is exactly the society that God said enough. I must destroy in the flood, but these people will deny the flood ever happened because they want to deny judgment's coming. Judgment will be coming, not with water. The the coasts aren't going to flood. The Bible prophesied that that the the world will never flood anymore, but the Lord will judge the earth with fire, and that's what the tribulation is for.
0: And Nathan, and that's exactly why we're, we're, you know, we move from the last of the last days that we definitely believe are there. We believe that as the Bible outlines, the Lord will return, can return at any moment. But specifically, this is one of the great signs, right? Nathan, how... Society is going to be, uh, the Bible talks about people, of course, we'll outline uh, the rest of the things on here, but we see these signs of these last days. And it's kind of sad in a way, Nathan, because it seems like so many of the believers are just not really paying much attention to this. They're so caught up into their daily activities that they think, oh, well, things are just going to continue as they were. Yet the Bible says, no, the breaks are going to be put on quickly and people are going to be shocked.
1: Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, we continued on in 2 Peter 3. The answer to their their dilemma, their skepticism is this, verse 8. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord, one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some count slackness or slowness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, in other words, You know, time is different for the Lord than it is for us. You know, for us, we wink out of life, you know, 70, 80 years or so, but the Lord's eternal. So while 2,000 years have passed in the church age, that's nothing for the Lord. And he's been waiting patiently because he wants everybody possible to come to know him as Savior. So, wow, praise the Lord. What a blessing that he loves us so much that he is willing to be patient. But at some point, the Bible says his patience will come to an end and he will then have to judge the world because it will have gotten so evil. Mm. And, and Nathan, again, it's just
0: amazing to me because we are foretold, we're warned, we're, we're told what's coming. And, and, and again, Paul says to Timothy, and I like the way that he says it in 2 Timothy three one. Paul says, but know this, Timothy. In other words, know this, that in the last days, perilous times, will come. In other words, Nathan, what we're saying here, this is not optional. This is not, I think it's going to happen. Paul is saying to Timothy, know this for a fact.
1: Absolutely. It's going to come. The Bible is 100% accurate when it comes to Bible prophecy. No other religion or religious book has fulfilled Bible prophecy, only the Bible. And it's such record high that it would be impossible unless the Bible was divinely inspired. So what we've got here is a rock solid promise by God that he will judge the earth at some point for his sins. And that's how we know we're in the last of the last days, because the time period is greatly evil and continue to get evil. And of course, many other signs that the Bible shows us that means we're getting near the end. So I was uh, on a Pablo Frasini's podcast, Serpents and Doves, yesterday, and we were talking about the new normal. Will we ever get back to the old normal? And I think both of us, and I'm curious what you think, Vic, do we believe that that we're ever going to get back to normal or is things just going to keep getting worse?
0: No, Nathan, I believe things are going to actually keep getting worse. There are some that are under this belief that things are going to get better. But I mean, you just look at statistics and you just look at progress. Progress never goes backwards. It goes forward. <laughs> yeah.
1: Unfortunately, progress or progressive is really regressive and uh, it devolves back into man's baser state. And that's what we're really living under. I mean, you probably saw that uh, song by the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus coming for your children. I mean, they boldly and proclaim that they are coming to convert our children and make them uh, support the gay lifestyle. I mean, unbelievable. And then they'll come after you. It was a threat in the song. Evil is boldly proclaiming now. It's not even hiding anymore. And the persecution of Christians and conservatives that we're seeing from the government, especially governments around the world, is increasing exponentially to the point. Without the church here and without God's restraining influence, we know that during the tribulation, those that come to know Jesus as Savior will be hunted down and killed as if they were animals. So that's coming to the world. This persecution is only going to continue to ramp up.
0: You know, Nathan, and, and that's why I, I hope that individuals are heeding that what we're saying and that they're paying attention to the scriptures, because no, in no other time has things just been lining up according to the word, what the word of God has to say. Uh, perilous times, Nathan. There is so much uh, that we can say about the the perilous times that that we are seeing unfold. Uh, the Bible talks about how in in these times, there's going to be again in in the Gospels. People's hearts are going to fall because of fear uh, when it comes to just thinking about the nuclear uh, capabilities that we have today in the last days. Like never before, Nathan, we really have the capability to literally destroy the world. We know God is going to intervene. But these are the perilous times that we're talking about. We look at Russia right now. We see China. We see North Korea. There seems to be civil unrest all around the world. And I love when you give us a statistics about all the different wars that are happening around the world. It's staggering because people think not much is happening, but there's wars, skirmishes uh, daily around the world.
1: That was one of the things that the Lord prophesied in Matthew uh, 24 and Luke 21, that wars and rumors of wars would increase. Uh, Last I checked, there was 38 wars and skirmishes going on around the world right now. And you don't hear much of it. I, I have a buddy, uh, Marco Kiraglu down in South Africa. South Africa is basically the entire country is like Portland, Oregon during 2020. Uh, there is mass rioting and looting everywhere. And it, this lawlessness, this Antichrist is called the spirit of lawless and he, or the man of lawlessness is really what he's called, but he brings in the spirit of lawlessness. And lawlessness is, you can see it so blatantly, it is taking over every society. Uh, the the world is falling apart, and it's meant to. But as Jan Markel likes to say, the world is seems like it's falling apart, but really the pieces are falling into place, just as God prophesied. Mm, I love that. <laughs> it's true. Depending on what perspective you look at, um, for, uh,
0: look at it. For those of us that have hope and that trust the Lord and see things from Bible prophecy perspective, they really are falling into place.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's all coming together. Uh, we, Vic and I could go on for countless hours showing you what the Bible says about prophecy. So check out our website, ChristandProphecy.org. We have countless videos and articles that explain what's going on in the world uh, from a biblical perspective, not our own, but from what the Bible says. And you can see it. It's, we are in the last of the last days. We are getting so close to the rapture of the church. Uh, the Bible says specifically when Israel becomes a nation again, that would be the generation or era that saw the Lord's return. Well, we're in that generation era. It's going to happen soon.
0: And Nathan the encouraging thing is that we don't have to fear, honestly, because you know what whatever comes for the Christian, for the believers, God's hand of protection is upon us. We really believe that as perilous times are here, uh, as we see the judgment that's coming upon the world, we also believe in what is the rapture of the church. And we believe that we, the church, is going to be taken out of this earth before all this destruction comes. And that that should be hope and encouragement to those of you that are out there. Nathan, I love what Psalm... 91.3. I know you're quick in finding passages if you look at Psalm 91.3, because it also offers us hope uh, in times of trouble, uh, in perilous times. And if you can take us there, that would be fantastic because you and I would also like to encourage people. We want people to know that if they know Jesus, they are on the right side.
1: (laughs) Well, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. There's a mouthful. Isn't that about it?
0: <laughs> and, and Nathan, we know that uh, this pestilence is coming, but I don't believe that's going to be for us. We also know in the time of the tribulation, uh, there's going to be all sorts of judgment coming upon the world, but there will be a huge revival in the time of the tribulation. Millions upon millions of people are going to come to know the Lord. Of course, many are going to lose their lives, but yet we realize God is sovereign and he has a plan for all the different stages.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, sometimes, I, I, let me say it, most time, people need to be on their knees before they can look up and repent. And the world has to get worse for people to get take things seriously and repent. When things are good and everybody's comfortable, people start forgetting God. But when things get serious, people turn to God. And that's what he wants. He wants, as we read earlier, he's not slack. He's not uh, forgetful. He's patient. He wants everybody to come to know Jesus, Savior. Many won't, of course, but He's giving us every opportunity.
0: Absolutely. And and for those of you that are tuned into the program, again, we we just encourage you. What an opportunity you have to come to the Lord. Yes, we're living in challenging times. We're living in the last of the last days. We're living in perilous times. Uh, right now, people are in such fear, Nathan, because of uh, COVID nineteen and now the new variant, and people are again, uh, very uh, worried and concerned uh, because of this resurgence and what's going to happen. And again, we tell people, you know what, this is what the Bible talks about when they talk about signs of the time, the plagues that are coming. And these perilous times is why we feel so stressed and why we feel uh, the way we do, but there's hope. And that hope is as we turn to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, as we do every week, we're calling, uh, begging you, turn to Jesus Christ while there is still time so that you don't have to worry and you don't have to fear about your future or the future times. And Nathan, for that person out there that maybe is a little fearful, maybe they really don't have a relationship with the Lord and that's what this fear is coming from. They don't sense peace. Would you be able to share with them how they can start a relationship with the Lord even right now? Well,
1: we start by surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Uh, we acknowledge in faith that he's the Son of God, and we turn to him and repent of our sins. And we can do that through a simple prayer. Uh, the words aren't important, but that you really believe it, and it's heartfelt, and uh, is that you pray something like, Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. Uh, Lord, please be my savior and Lord, I submit my life to you and uh, the Lord will do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. The guilt will be washed away and you will inherit eternal life with him.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that Thank you Nathan And maybe you pray that prayer For the first time Hey we would encourage you Reach out to us 305-992-9537 We'd love to give you a Bible And a Bible study guide So that you can grow In your relationship With the Lord And Nathan and I Right now We're just celebrating with you Because the Bible Is clear that Every sinner that repents There's a celebration in heaven So we want to congratulate you For making that wonderful Wonderful decision So Nathan Wow amazing How fast time goes And we're just getting started But it's just an opportunity opportunity for people to tune in
1: to the next upcoming programs, right? There you go. Yeah. Tune in. We, we archive all these. The truth will set you free under the podcast section of our website, christinprophets.org. Of course, you can find it on iTunes and uh, Google Play.
0: Absolutely. So I want to encourage you guys to grab hold of these wonderful opportunities. So again, we've come to the end of this segment of the program. We thank you for being part of the program. Uh, So again, Nathan Jones and Vic Batista saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. We pray you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a great day.